Welcome to another episode. I am V, and this is the Sussex Set. And well, 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 guess who decided to read the press in a glorious fashion in a series of social media posts? None other than Sir Elton John. That's who. Now, I know most of you guys have heard Elton John is not having it. And he said, what we're not going to do is continue to bash this couple who were simply out here doing their best. Now, you may remember that Elton John most recently met the Sussexes at the Lion King premiere. And you might have seen a video where Elton John tells Megan, you'll be fine. He whispers that in her ear shortly after they embrace, as she met the line of cast and directors of the film. And a lot of Elton's emotional input into his care of the Sussexes, it stems from his love of Princess Diana. Sir Elton has been close with Diana's sons since her death. That being said, and understandably, he may feel a particular obligation toward Harry because Harry, for the most part, has just been left out there. Well, now the legendary singer has basically had enough, and he is one of the biggest voices to speak out in defense of Harry and Meghan to date. Now, let me briefly give a little background. As we're seeing, the Sussexes move in silence, and we often don't find out what they've done or where they've been until after the fact. Well, a few days ago, we started to hear rumblings of private planes this and gas guzzling that. At first, it was the boat that Harry rode on to the Google Climate Summit. Then it was Harry and Meghan went on vacation and they flew private? Oh no, boo, we can't have that now, can we? And we know the DBs and the RRs, if you don't know what DBs stand for, don't worry about it. Just figure it out later. But let's just say RRs, royal reporters, for the most part, and DBs, those are interchangeable descriptors, okay? But what we know is they all make up whatever they want to make up about the Sussexes because they don't like the Sussexes because the Sussexes cut them out. That's why they don't don't like them. In addition to other things, of course. Oh, and they don't want to report on Prince Andrew being who he is at his core. They don't want to talk about it. So, of course, it's a new day. It's a new criticism. Let's pick on Harry and Meghan because that's the easy thing to do. And speaking of Andrew, because I always want to take an opportunity to remind the folks what he is, who he was associated with, and why, in general, he is a bad person. You might remember that Andrew's very good friend, Epstein, recently died. And on the contrary to what Andy thought, the suspicious death didn't reduce the spotlight on him, but it drastically expanded that spotlight on him and all of Epstein's co-conspirators. And the world is asking those who are still alive, where is the justice for these girls? They can't get it from Epstein. So in their anger and rightful anger, they want to get it from those who took part in the vile behavior because everybody else is still around here sucking up this good oxygen including Randy Andy. The palace denied his involvement twice in the past two weeks. Mighty funny for a family who never complains and never explains. Anyway, the press is not interested in their wretched royal. They're only interested in carbon dioxide emissions from 
a couple of private jets from one royal couple. That's it. Now, some in the Sussex squad found out that NetJets doesn't litter the atmosphere with CO2 emissions. They have a neutral footprint, more or less, with the programs they offer to their contract holders. Well, that was an irrelevant fact because, well, the truth doesn't sell, apparently. Instead, the press focused on the fact that Harry and Meghan, the conservationists, are now quote-unquote hypocrites for daring to fly private. And one of the places they flew, as we now know, is Nice, France, to stay privately and safely at the legend Elton John and his husband David's house. We can probably call them Uncle Elton and Uncle David at this point because that's probably what Archie's going to call them. But anyway, Elton John said, girl, let me hop on this here Twitter and let the girls know how dumb they sound. So first and foremost... Elton says, I am deeply distressed by today's distorted and malicious account in the press surrounding the Duke and Duchess of Sussex's private stay at my home in Nice, France last week. He continued, Prince Harry's mother, Princess Diana of Wales, was one of my dearest friends. I feel a profound sense of obligation to protect Harry and his family from the unnecessary press intrusion that contributed to Diana's untimely death. So he says, oh no, I'm not letting you off the hook for what you did all those years ago. Because you might've thought we forgot, but we have not forgotten what you did to Diana. And you think you're gonna do it this time too, girl? No. But he continues, after a hectic year continuing their hard work and dedication to charity, David and I wanted the young family to have a private holiday inside the safety and tranquility of our home to maintain a high level of much-needed protection, we provided them with a private jet flight. To support Prince Harry's commitment to the environment, we ensured their flight was carbon neutral by making the appropriate contribution to carbon footprint. I highly respect and applaud both Harry and Meghan's commitment to charity, and I'm calling on the press to cease these relentless and untrue assassinations on their character that are spurlessly crafted on an almost daily basis. Now, those are the words of a man who has truly had enough. That was a meticulously crafted message, and I feel like he's been waiting to pull the trigger on that one for a long time. Like, if you reread it, that is a seriously loaded message from Elton John. And really look at what he said. I have a sense of duty to my friend's son. My friend that people like you killed and didn't help as she lay dying. And I'm sure Elton maybe feels a sense of duty and obligation toward William as well, him being Diana's son, or maybe he did for a time. I'm not here to speak for Elton John, but I do know that it's evident that William is taken care of. William is protected in every facet of his life. Not only is William taken care of, it's evident to Elton, it appears, and to David, and to Megan, and to Harry, and to Archie probably too, girl, and to Kate and Kate's mama. Who else? Oh, it's obvious to the press that William is taken care of and protected, and he's only interested in taking care of William and William's family. He's not interested in protecting his baby brother, his only brother, 
No, the future king is interested in sitting back and watching the press cut his brother down day after day. Since he appears to be too unmotivated to elevate himself by his own merit, that's that's my opinion. Okay, but that can't go unsaid because if Meghan and Harry had the protection, the obvious protection of William, the big brother, we wouldn't be seeing these day-by-day, day-after-day attacks against their character, as Elton John so eloquently said. So Elton and others, I'm sure, they see this. They see the royal family caping for Andrew after seeing all these vile things he's associated with. And they don't see the same family coming out and defending the little boy who hung his head behind his mother's coffin. Not to get graphic, But I'd imagine that's what it boils down to for the average person who was close to Diana or considered her a friend, Elton John being one of them. And add to the fact that, as Elton said, Princess Diana was hounded by the same thugs who are now hounding her son and his wife. Now, I'm sure a lot of people are quietly outraged that William stood witness to his mother's treatment by the press and is now standing witness to history repeating itself in some ways. Yet, he says nothing. Not that he should come out outwardly and say anything, but we can tell that he is not using the power and influence he has within the organization, and he has a lot. He has a lot because he is a future king. He's not using that within the organization to show support for his baby brother. He is instead, by all appearances, girl, sitting on his hands, I feel the same can be said for Charles because he is the next in line. And I think the same can be said for the queen girl. Queen, queen. So they're not doing that. And so what happens is people like Elton John, they come out and they say, look, what y'all need to do is y'all need to back back. It gets the attention of more people who weren't otherwise paying attention. And people are now beginning to say, in other words, William, you can stay quiet. Family, you can stay quiet. But I refuse because I have had it. And Elton John has clearly had it. Ellen DeGeneres, another huge name, also chimed in after Elton's tweets saying, Portia and I met Prince Harry and Meghan in England to talk about their work on wildlife conservation. They were the most down-to-earth, compassionate couple. Imagine being attacked for everything you do when all you're trying to do is make the world better. Yes, girl, imagine that. And we know why that is. It has nothing to do with private planes or Archie's godparents or Wimbledon or PDA. It has nothing to do with Frogmore Cottage or Vogue magazines, tiaras, bananas, or avocados, girl. But it has everything to do with a few drops of melanin. And there goes that old one drop rule again. But Ellen's tweets say she's been watching because, yes, they are literally attacked for everything they do. Elton is watching. Ellen is watching. Michelle Obama is watching, even though she hasn't said anything. George Clooney been told you he was watching. Serena's watching. Pharrell Williams is watching, girl. Beyonce's watching. Everybody's watching. And it's not just the Sussex squad, but we're the most vocal. However, fewer and fewer people are able to hold their silence. Pink also responded later that night, just a few hours after Ellen tweeted, saying the following. I'm happy to see people coming to the defense of the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. The way people treat her, did you hear it? The way people treat her is the most public form of bullying 
I have seen in a while. It's out of control. Let's all be a bit kinder, huh? Let's show our children that it's cool to be kind. Now, notice in Pink's tweets, she makes an immediate shift from the Duke and Duchess of Sussex to speaking about Meghan only. That means people notice and they know what this is about. When you're attacking the couple, you're only attacking the couple because who is a part of the couple? And that's Meghan. The press didn't attack Harry like this before he got with Meghan. And I'm sure Prince Harry has flown private before he got with Meghan. That was never an issue. Prince Charles flies private. And he's a conservationist too. As a matter of fact, he's probably the most vocal conservationist in the family. But you never hear about his private travels, do you? Because it's all about Meghan. Anyway, expect more people to speak out. Why? Because people, regular people, have a clearer understanding of what this is all about, why it's happening. Because initially people were ignoring the smear campaigns. And I'm talking about just in the first few weeks after the tour, thinking, oh, well, this is messed up. It'll die down eventually, though. And most people said nothing. They saw her bullied throughout her pregnancy, even though she was the most vulnerable. And most people said nothing. Then the Vogue criticisms began to happen. And that was a turning point because as loud as the criticisms were for Megan, the pushback was even louder. So more people stopped saying nothing and started saying something and calling attention to it. And we're seeing a new iteration of that with the series of tweets from Sir Elton John, from Ellen, from Pink. And I hope it continues. I wish more journalists were more timely with their criticisms of the Harry and Meghan abuse. And not that it's their job to defend Harry and Meghan per se, but it is their job to be relentless in their pursuit of the truth. Agree? And sometimes I just feel like the pursuit is undertaken when the noise has reached a certain level. And I'm looking at you, Omid Scobie, not to criticize him unfairly, because generally I appreciate his reporting and regard it as fair. But I'm just using him as an example because his defense of the truth comes a little bit late for me on this one. Now, he tweeted some things about the carbon neutral dreads, but it was only after Elton's tweet. And that's my issue. After a tweet like that, you get the sense that people can come out of hiding and speak up too, which is okay, I guess. But it's it's just not timely. And that I think that's my main issue. But I wanted to see more non-squad people speaking up about the carbon neutral flights and the debunking of the press claims. Of course, we were speaking about it. But I think people like Scobie and other journalists who pride themselves on being neutral should have spoken about that particular point earlier than after Elton John's tweets. But better late than never, I guess. Still, there's nothing wrong with telling the truth on time. On time. Don't try to ride the wave. Be ahead of the wave. That's all I'm saying. But in general, I think what keeps a lot of people from speaking up who may want to speak up is their relationship with the people in their field. And I guess it's a small world, the world of a royal reporter, but still the truth is always the truth and the truth should never be alienating. So I'll say this, in his defense, he's been highlighting the ridiculousness of some of these pieces, particularly columnists, I guess. And again, he shouldn't have to defend anyone because that's not the job of a journalist to defend certain people but it is the job of a journalist to defend the truth and that's what's at the center of journalism so next time I'd love to see that sooner 
rather than later. Anyway, that's all I have for today. For more Sussex Set, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I will link those. And if you like this episode, please share it with someone you know. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Please leave a rating or a review. Thank you all. And make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Until next time, peace. I'm a bad bitch. You can't kill me. Kill me.